Welcome to Precepts of Faith. This is Conrad DeFries. In Romans 10:17, he says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. <clears throat> Today, the title of our Bible lesson is Christian Maturity. And we're going to be looking primarily, we'll be using other scriptures as well, but looking primarily in the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, beginning with verse 11 through 14. That finishes up that chapter. And then all of chapter 6, which is verses 1 through 20. <clears throat> now, the Bible doesn't really say itself who wrote the book of Hebrews, uh, but for a number of reasons, um, I believe the Apostle Paul did write the book of Hebrews. Um, and so I'll be referring to him as the writer as we look at this dealing dealing with Christian maturity. And when the when the Apostle Paul gets to Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 11, <clears throat> there's a sudden change in the book. Um, uh, the book of Hebrews um, deals a lot with Jesus Christ as our high priest. Um, uh, he talks about the old, he begins in the beginning of Hebrews talking about the Old Testament prophets and how great they are, but that Jesus is greater than them. Um, he talks about Moses, he talks about Aaron and the Aaronic priesthood and Melchizedek, um, all of these tremendous, wonderful people, and we, we don't take away anything from them. Abraham, all of these tremendous patriarchs of old, um, but Jesus Christ is better or he is greater. And so the Holy Spirit, through, I believe, the Apostle Paul, is talking about uh, um, wanting the people to understand uh, not, you know, God has always been greater. Deity has always been greater than the prophets or Abraham or Melchizedek or any. But he is bringing out that Jesus is greater. Jesus in his humanity is greater than the Old Testament prophets. And they're still great. We don't take anything away from them. They're still great. But Jesus is greater. And so he is wanting the people to understand um, that Jesus is our high priest, and that once we are born again, we are priests ourselves. We come into a priesthood, and that we no longer go through someone else, but we actually go directly as priests to God the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our high priest. So the Apostle Paul, by the Holy Spirit, is ministering and writing by the Holy Spirit, the book of Hebrews, bringing these tremendous revelations of Jesus Christ, our high priest, um, and how great it is and how much greater he is than angels um, and than prophets and, and all of these other great ones there. And suddenly it seems that he realizes um, that the people he's ministering to are not able to receive what he is writing and telling them. So suddenly... Right there in the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, beginning with verse 11, he suddenly stops um, talking about Jesus as high priest and us people that are born again as priests. Um, he suddenly stops talking right there about that and begins to talk to the Christians um, that have 
really kind of backslid, you might say, and they're not able to receive what he is telling them. So he's going to tell them what they need to do. He's going to tell them their condition. Um, he's going to tell them what they need to do to get back on track, you might say, with the Lord um, and continue on. And then um, he will pick back up in Hebrews chapter 7 talking about Jesus as the high priest and that we are priests. Um, so we're going to begin um, in this lesson, in the book of Hebrews, um, chapter 5 and verse 11, he starts off, of whom, uh, and he's talking about Jesus Christ, um, of whom we have many things um, to say. He's letting them know, I've got a lot more to tell you, but he, he's just stopping suddenly right there. Um, I have many things to say and hard to be understood um, seeing ye are dull of hearing. The word are there means you have become dull of hearing. Actually, the Hebrew Jews there at Jerusalem, they had received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. They had grown spiritually and matured, but at this time of the writing here, they have fallen back. At the time the book of Hebrews is being written is in the year 67 A.D., and that is just three years before the fall of Jerusalem in 70 A.D. And he says, you, I have many things to, to speak to you. There's much I want the Holy Spirit wants to give to you, but you have, you have become. You're not, you were not always that way, but you have become dull and hard of hearing so that you're not really able to receive the things that that I want to give to you. In, in verse 3, I mean in verse 13, for everyone, he says, for everyone, did I skip verse 12? Yeah, verse 12. He says, of whom for the time, and he's talking about the time that's coming which is the destruction of Jerusalem there in 70 A.D. Um, when, when, for, for when for the time um, you need um, that one teach you again, um, which be uh, the very principles um, or the very basics um, of the oracles of God, um, because you have become such uh, as need of milk and not of strong meat. He's telling them they're like babes in Christ. Um, you were once mature. Now, the church at Corinth um, was carnal, and they never did mature. But the church at Jerusalem, the Hebrew Jews there, had received Jesus Christ and believed on him and become born again, uh, received him. But they had, they are, or they have become dull of hearing, and have need of milk, uh, and not of strong meat. Um, he says in verse 13, um, For everyone that useth milk uh, is unskillful in the word of righteousness, uh, for he is a babe. The classic Amplified Bible says, um, He is a babe not able to speak as yet. Um, in other words, uh, 
they, they're not speaking the word of God. They're not talking in faith. And they're not declaring what God says. They're not confessing and speaking and in agreement with God. Like Abraham finally got in agreement and said, God said, you're the father of a multitude. He began to say he was the father of a multitude. But these people had matured, but now they have become, they've let themselves fall back and, and become dull of hearing and, and have need of milk like a babe and not able to receive strong meat. He says in verse 14, For strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. That is, they have matured spiritually even, even those who by reason of use... That word use there means continual use, um, continually going back to the Word of God. Everyone goes through tests and trials. Uh, you, you get out in the world and things begin to get on you, but you go back to the Word. You go back to the Word. You go back to the Word. Um, but these people had become dull of hearing um, and had not continued to stay or to use um, the Word of God. Um, he says... Um, and in, in who, by reason of use, um, have their senses, that is their spiritual perception, um, had not been exercised. They had not been continuing to walk, being led by the Spirit, um, uh, in order to discern both good and evil. In other words, we see a group of Christians, the Apostle Paul is writing there by the Holy Spirit, um, they were spiritual, they were mature, they had grown in the Lord, but they had allowed themselves to become dull of hearing. We would probably call it backslidden, or they who were spiritual have become carnal Christians. Now they're needing milk instead of meat. He says they are, have become unskilled in the word of righteousness. You could say they've quit talking about who they are in Christ, um, understanding they have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, uh, who they are, growing in him, um, belonging to the body of Christ. Um, and the Apostle Paul by the Holy Spirit is wanting to reveal more and more of who Jesus Christ is as high priest, um, but he's stopping He's stopping to wake them up. Um, he's stopping to tell them their condition, um, but he's not only going to tell them their condition, we're going to see that he is going to open the word of God to them to show them what to do to get back on track. Um, all right, we're going to continue on here now in the word of God in the book of Hebrews, now to chapter 6 and verse 1. Um, now remember, you know, it looks like we're going from one chapter to another, but really... Some scholars have said it might have been even better if chapter 6 had started in chapter 5, verse 11, because really these go together. It was not written this way. It was written together. Man, many years ago, put chapters and verses in the Bible to help us be able to find locations and to separate some some areas of teaching. So really, we're starting with Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11, 12, 13, 14, and we're just really continuing right on. There's really not a break there. 
as we begin in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1. Therefore having, the word therefore means based on what has gone before, talking about what had been spoken there in verses 11 through 14 of chapter 5. He says, therefore having, therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection or to maturity. He's saying, let's don't keep going back to the basics. Let's don't, you shouldn't have to be taught these things over and over and over. We're not doing away with them. We're not discarding them. But let's quit having to have milk, milk, milk. Um, let's go on and get into Christian maturity. He said, you, by, by this time, you should be teaching others, um, and you have need that one teach you again. <clears throat> So he said, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection or Christian maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. That repentance from dead works is just the things you did before you were born again were dead works. Repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, that's the new birth. These people were trying to go back and start all over like they had never become believers or had never gotten saved to start with. In verse 2 of the doctrine of baptisms, which there's seven baptisms in Scripture. We're not going to go into each of those now. But talking about the different baptisms and of the laying on of hands and and of eternal judgment. These are all basic things. Verse 3, he says, And this will we do if God permit. And it turns out that God does permit. These people are going to get back on track. They're going to see themselves where they are, that they have become dull of hearing, that they're going back to the very basics. They're like babes. They're not talking like believers. They're talking like the world. And, and so he's wanting them to, to see where they are, get back on track, and, so that they can go on into maturity. Now let's look at verse 4. For, uh, still talking about the word for there, what he's going to say is because of the few verses we've just went through there. For it is impossible um, for those who were once enlightened and were made partakers um, of the Holy Ghost, um, verse 5, uh, and have tasted of the good word of God um, and of the powers of the world to come, um, verse 6, um, he says, if they shall... If they shall fall away, to renew them again to repentance, seeing that they have crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and brought him or made him to an open shame. What he is saying here is it is impossible to go back and get saved all over again. Some people have misunderstood these verses and, and thought this is where people that are born again 
lose their salvation and they can never be saved again. Um, but we see beginning with chapter 5, verse 11 in Hebrews, these are Christians that have fallen away. They've gotten off track. Um, when they ought to be teaching, they have need that one teach them again. They become babes in Christ um, all over again. Um, in this word here in verse 6, um, he says, if they shall fall away. That fall away comes from two Greek words, um, para, P-A-R-A, and pipto, P-I-P-T-O. Para, pipto, means to get off the path. Para is where we get our word parallel, um, and pipto means to stumble or to step aside or to slide to the side. <clears throat> so they're actually going along a path with the Lord. They've been born again. <clears throat> they became mature. Now they have allowed themselves to stumble, to get off the path. And they have parapiptoed. I just I say that often to our group that we're with sometimes for several years. Uh, people can parapipto. They have not lost their salvation. They have just allowed themselves to become dull of hearing, and they have slid to the side. The word they're, they're parallel to the main path, and, and he is going to show them in the latter verses of this chapter in some analogies um, how to just get back in the Word of God and go forward. They don't need to go back and get saved again. As a matter of fact, it is impossible. He says, after being once enlightened and tasting of the good heavenly gift, the Lord Jesus, and of the powers of the world to come, talking about the millennium and the things that's, that, that, that's coming ahead. You know, even in the book of Acts, Peter said, this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel, Joel was prophesying how your sons and daughters would prophesy and the Holy Spirit would be poured out upon everyone. That was a prophecy for the millennium. Even Peter, in the beginning of the book of Acts there, said this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel. Many of the things that the body of Christ is experiencing today by the Holy Spirit are things that were prophesied that will be coming in the millennium but we're partaking of some of those things now. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit, um, the Word of God covering the land like the waters cover the sea. Um, and so he says, if you shall fall away, you were once enlightened, um, and you've been a partaker, you, you're born again. Um, he said, if you should fall away, become dull of hearing, get off the path, um, he said, it is impossible to renew you again to repentance, that is, to get saved again. These Hebrew Christians were thinking, well, I've missed God. I've gotten off the path. I have, I, I've made mistakes. I've stumbled. I've let myself become cold spiritually. So I just need to go back and start all over at the beginning, just like I did before, I just need to go back and get saved again and, and do the very first principles um, of the things of God, get back in the baby stages and get back on the milk. Um, but he's telling them, no, that is not what you need to do. Um, 
He, we're going to see even in our, in our next lesson, the next time, we'll see more how he instructs them to get back in the Word of God. Um, go to 1 John 1, 9. Now you're a priest. Um, he wants them to understand Jesus is their high priest, and now that they are born again, they are priests. Even if they have misstepped, even if they've missed the mark, they've gotten off the path, and they are still priests, they are still born again. As priests, they can go to 1 John 1, 9 for a good example. They can confess their sins. He's faithful and just to forgive them and cleanse them from all unrighteousness. They can get right back on track and begin to go forward. He said, don't keep going back to the baby stages. You've learned those things. You've been there leaving those principles. Don't keep going back there. Let us go on to perfection or on to Christian maturity. The priest in the Old Testament with the tabernacle in the wilderness, um, they would take a bath at home, um, and then they would walk to the tabernacle, but on the way their feet would get dirty in the world, um, and they would go to the laver. They didn't take a whole bath again, but they just washed their feet. Um, we may bring that out a little more in the next lesson. Jesus was washing the disciples' feet, um, and he said, and they said, oh, let me be, let's let me take a whole bath. Um, he said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. You're not walking in the light with me. Um, you can't, I can't explain to you the things of God if you don't let me wash your feet. Um, and, and he said, it, I don't need to give you a whole bath, but when I wash your feet, you are every whit clean. Um, in other words, when you go to 1 John 1, 9, um, and ask forgiveness as a believer. He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. Um, you're as white as snow. Get back on the path. Get back to wh what you know to do for God. Get back in the Word of God and go forward. In the book of Exodus, chapter 17, verses 1 through 8, the children of Israel in the wilderness had came to a place where there was no water. They came to a place called Rephidim, um, and they began to murmur and complain um, and beg Moses for water, said, you brought us out here to let us die. Um, you know, really, it wasn't Moses that led them there. Jesus, um, the pillar of cloud by day and fire by night, is the one that had led them to this place. Um, and the place Rephidim means a place of refreshing. Um, yet at that time, there was no water it was dry. They were thirsty. Their cattle and animals were thirsty. They said, you brought us out here to die. And Moses cried out to God and said, what shall I do? And he said, take your rod and strike the rock, and water will come forth. And he did. And living water came out of that rock, and they began to drink and refresh themselves. Praise God. And that word rock there comes from a Greek word, T-S-U-R, which means a ugly, jagged uh, rock. That rock represented Jesus on the cross. When Moses struck that rock, that represented the crucifixion of Christ, and living water came out of that rock. It represented the new birth. That's where we, we needed a Savior we were out in dry places. We needed that living water. Moses struck the rock. Fresh water came out, um, 
and they drank, which was a type of the new birth. Thirty-nine years later, they came to that same place again, and they were thirsty, and they were complaining. Moses had named that place Masa and Meribah, which means a place of murmuring and complaining and chiding with the Lord. They came to that same place 39 years later. They were thirsty again. You know, the problems in the world never change. You get this victory, but the problems in the world stay the same. You're going to come upon the same problems again and again. They came back to that rock again. The Lord led them there, and they were complaining. They needed water again. This time, God did not tell Moses to strike the rock. He spoke to him to speak to the rock. Moses disobeyed and struck the rock. But it was God's plan that he would speak to the rock. And the rock in the Hebrew there this time is spelled S-E-L-A, Selah, which means a high, smooth, elevated rock, which is a type of Jesus in his resurrection. You don't go back and strike the rock again. You don't crucify him again. You don't get saved all over again. If you miss the mark, if you're in dry, thirsty places, you go to him. Now you are a priest. Now you go to him as high priest, and you speak to him. You confess your sins. You get back on the path. You get back in the word of God and go forward and go on to Christian maturity. Go on to perfection. Don't go back and try to get saved again. A person can only get saved one time. We've studied in the past uh, about the sin unto death, um, how that people that have been Christians, uh, how they've missed the mark and different things have happened to them, but you can only get saved um, one time. You don't get born again, again. But when you need him again, you as a priest, we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Jesus is our high priest once we are born again. And as a priest, even when you miss it, even when the priest in the Old Testament got their feet dirty in contact with the world, they would go to the lab of the Word of God and wash the dirt off their feet. This is what Jesus was telling them by an analogy or a type there. Let me wash your feet. When I wash your feet, you're every whit clean. You don't need to go get saved again. You don't need to have a bath again, Peter. You just need your feet washed. You just need to go to 1 John 1, 9, confess your sins and receive forgiveness and get back on the path. Praise God. Well, next time we'll go more into this same subject. And I just pray that you just let the Holy Spirit use you to get a hold of these truths in a greater way. There are many people out there that are fighting battles, and they just need the Word of God to understand where they are. They haven't lost their salvation. They have not been damned and going to hell. They've not committed the unpardonable sin. They've parapiptoed. They've got off the path. They just need to get back in the Word of God, confess their sins. Don't go back and be a baby Christian all over again. Get back in God's Word and go forward and grow into Christian maturity. 
Praise God. Remember Mark 9, verse 23, Jesus said these words, All things are possible to him that believeth.